ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the set of The Tanya Joy Show. We are happy to see you. As you know, we talk about all things at this show. We talk about health and wellness. We talk about, gosh, the uh, the vaccines, the viruses, all the things that are going on. We talk about Hollywood. We, we just talk about everything here, pretty much. And today, we're going to talk about health. And we're actually going to talk about the long-term effects of these vaccines and the shots that are specific to the COVID virus, right? Specifically the COVID vaccines, and um, they're really not vaccines, they're shots, right? So we're gonna talk about those today with my guests. And I personally believe, and many doctors are saying, we're only just starting to see the real outfall of what these things are actually doing to people, particularly the relation between relationship between pregnancy, birth, and these shots. So today we have Dr. James Thorpe from the wellness company here to discuss how you can be prepared for all of this as well as the next epidemic in advance because we know they're planning something. I'm Tanya Joy and this is The Tanya Joy Show. Okay, well we weren't Welcome back to the show as well. I'm so excited to have you both on the show. And I know we had such good uh, feedback and reception. General Flynn, what an honor. Joshua Joshua tracked me down in a big tent of about 4,000 people. How are you? I am doing so great. Hello, everybody. Thank God, I am wonderfully great. Hello. Thank you very much. Because what is prayer? I'm just Jewish, you know what I mean? And I'm thrilled to be here with the two of you. Too. And that's who these crazies, these evil ones. It is. You said it oh, right. Good job. Our right. the Gibson sisters. We are so excited to have them on with us on Resistance Chicks today. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's time to rise. These people that get higher up. How sometimes I've thought. Well, these are glory days and not gloomy days. Like I love that. <laughs> you know, you know, it, it, it kind of works. It works. Awesome about the tour is people like you. Good. I love the applause. That's cool. <laughs> there we go. Thank Hi, Joy. Everybody, welcome. We are so excited. Are you ready to get the show on the road? Let's go. All right. Well, welcome back, everybody. As I said, we've got Dr. James Thorpe here today. He is the chief of maternal and prenatal health at the Wellness Company. Many of you probably know of the Wellness Company. He's an obstetrician, gynecologist, and maternal fetal medicine specialist. He received his medical degree from Wayne State University School of Medicine, and he's been in practice for more than 40 years. So we're going to have a great conversation. Let's bring him on in. Hello, Dr. Thorpe. It's so nice to have you here today. Thank you very much for having me on your platform, Tanya. Absolutely. So let's get started. Like, give us a little bit of your background. How long you've been doing this for a long time? Were you were your eyes open when all of this started with COVID, or had you already been aware, kind of, of what was going on and the dangers with some of these things? No, I th I think that I was um, I was aware uh, at the onset of the pandemic and and very suspicious. And uh, my insight grew as I put hundreds and hundreds, now thousands of hours into this research and um, ascertaining exactly what is going on. It's just unbelievable. So let's dive into that because um, I remember at the beginning of this pandemic and at the beginning of the vaccine rollouts, seeing the the concerns, right? Seeing the concerns of the shots, seeing the concerns. But then at one point after we had kind of been opened up again and we were out at the store, you know, and I was out shopping somewhere and I saw a mom come in and she had a baby carriage, you know, like a little cart or, you know, the, the, the baby seat and she had an infant. And I realized it was the first time I had seen somebody with an infant in quite a long time. And I it dawned on me and I thought, my gosh, because I know personally story after story after story of women who've gotten pregnant over the last four years and then lost their baby. And nine out of 10 times they were vaccinated. So let's dive into that and, and talk about the statistics, what you've seen, because I'm not a medical person. I'm only seeing it from my side. I'd love to hear your expertise on this. 
Sure. Well, um, I've been in practice for over 44 years now. I'm a board certified obstetrician and gynecologist um, and also board subspecially certified in maternal fetal medicine, which for our audience, what that is is a subspecialty of obstetrics and gynecology of which there's uh, half a dozen or so. And we're the one called maternal fetal medicine that actually focuses on high risk obstetrics. So um, yeah, I've been uh, seeing patients for over 44 years now. I graduated from Wayne State University School of Medicine in 1979. And, um, but what I realized, and, and I'm not an anti-vaxxer and have never been an anti-vaxxer. Um, in fact, you know, I'm uh, a former military. I'm, a, I'm actually a uh, disabled veteran didn't receive my disability in combat, but I I was affiliated with the Air Force. I've received all my vaccines. All my children were vaccinated. Um, and, you know, it's difficult for me to admit right now, but um, I, I pushed vaccines and I even pushed vaccines in pregnancy up until uh, 10 years or so ago. So mea copa, mea copa, mea maxima copa, in, um, I, I certainly uh, apologize for that. I believed what I learned in medical school. I believe the CDC, the Department of Health and Human Services, our government, and I believed um, the medical journals, big mistake. And I also believed what the uh, non-governmental organizations, such as the American Medical Association, the uh, American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists, ACOG, the American Board of Obstetrics and Gynecology, ABOG, and the Society for Maternal Fetal Medicine Physicians, SMFM. I believed all of their garbage. Um, and right now, um, I, I, um, it is my opinion, and I have some very strong uh, data confirming that these are criminal organizations. Um, by the way, the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists is in your fair city of Chicago. Um, wonderful. East, All the wonderful things come from Chicago. <laughs> yeah, East, East Wacker Drive. Yeah. Um, so so anyways, this uh, it's, it's really important to understand that I'm coming from a point of, of science. I'm coming from a point, I'm extensively published um, uh, over 250 publications in my career, all the time being um, very, very busy clinically. Um, so, so that's important. That's very important. Yeah. I I came into this realization uh, at the turn of the century, raising some eyebrows at pharmaceutical company, especially when the New England Journal of Medicine editor in chief, uh, Dr. Marsha Engel, had highlighted. Uh, much to my uh, uh, concern that her, the journal, New England Journal of Medicine and many others were corrupted. This was 24 years ago, Tony. Wow. Corrupted and deeply entangled with the pharmaceutical industry. Um, and, and my first experience really was with Tamiflu. And when I, yeah. and it, it, it had exactly to do with the billions of dollars that they made um, touting efficacy, which when I looked into the efficacy, it was total baloney sausage, absolute garbage. They talked about, and it's the same thing they did using this uh, bait and switch of absolute efficacy versus relative efficacy. So it's all one of the- Can you go into that a little bit for people that go, what does that mean? Explain what that would be for, for the layperson. Yeah, it's it's a standard statistical trick um, and uh, corruption that the pharmaceutical industry uses, one of many. And they've been at this for 40 years. Mm -hmm. So they have so many tricks up their sleeves to uh, manipulate statistics. But, you know, one easy way of doing that is, is if you have an absolute risk reduction, let's just say, for instance, um, you know, that um, Tamiflu 
will reduce the risk by 90%. Well, is it a 90% absolute or is it relative? <laughs> well, it, it's it's not uh, an absolute risk. The absolute risk reduction, let's just say, maybe from you know 17% to 16%, that would be a 1% risk reduction. But if you did a relative rate of that risk reduction, it would be much higher. Mm-hmm. You see, so it, it's a perversion yeah. of reality to sell a drug. You know, you would never use Tamiflu if you looked at the absolute risk reduction, which was absurd. It was something around what I mentioned. Don't quote me on that because it's been a long, it's been sure. 20 years since I've looked at that literature. But I would, uh, they did the exact same thing with the COVID-19 uh, wow. genetic therapies and, and, and many other tricks. So that opened up uh, my eyes and, and I was still pushing vaccines in the first um, um, 10 years of, of this century, you know, up until 2010 or thereafter, I, I really stopped. And I pushed uh, the vaccines in pregnancy. I pushed the, uh, I pushed uh, never COVID-19, but um, I did push the influenza vaccine, mm-hmm. which is absolutely should not be taken in pregnancy. Wow. And I also pushed, um, you know, the Tdap, which should absolutely not be taken in pregnancy. I erred. I made a mistake. I believe the, um, I, I think the the garbage, I was brainwashed. I believed in the system. And in doing so, I probably killed and injured some people. And for that, I, I publicly apologize. And I feel horrible to this day about. Mm-hmm. But I, I was doing this on the best knowledge right. that I had. So, and what uh, your schools were telling you and what the medical yeah. journey, I mean, you know, our world and our culture, particularly here in America, believe in what the medical journals tell us. I, I, oddly, long time ago, about a decade ago, I worked in big pharma, which is very comical to me now. I was a document specialist. So I would work on the reviewing and putting together. I actually worked on a, an FDA drug submission. And it was my job to make sure all the numbers and all the efficacy and everything was included. And I remember at that point, uh, one of the doctors who was one of the clinical doctors who had worked on that particular drug, they worked on the study and all that came to me and I was a young mom and she brought me some books on natural medicine. And she said to me, don't ever let your kids take these. And I thought, what it, like it was so foreign to me because I didn't know any of, of any of this. And I thought, well, that's kind of hypocritical. Like here she's she's the doctor signing off on these and she's telling me she would never let her kids take these and to never let my kids take them. And that was the very first time I ever started to really see the reality of what this big pharma world was all about. I mean, it, it was wild. So now you came out of that. I mean, this is what you were taught to do. Did you start seeing in your own practice there was something going on? Did you just start waking up because of the the person you mentioned? What was kind of that big turning? Well, and tell me when you want me to add that, and I'll add that image to the screen. Yeah. Um, yeah. Great segue to your question. My eyes were really opened in... in um, in 2020, uh, of course, the 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 gameplay with the pandemic planning uh, in I believe that was in October of 2019. Yeah. But then in 2020, you know, doing my due diligence uh, was a fiasco involving hydroxychloroquine. And I I think can you see that slide that I yes. Let me add that up here for us. Yeah. So. So here's, let's keep that slide up there while I'm talking about this, because this is poignant to your question. Listen, I've used hydroxychloroquine for 40 years in pregnancy. I had vetted the drug. Uh, Why did we, not just Jim Thorpe, but the whole uh, global community used it because it's a very effective treatment for autoimmune disease. And women of reproductive age are at significantly greater risk for autoimmune disease compared to their 
age-related male counterparts so that, in fact, you know, a, a woman of reproductive age will have anywhere from three to tenfold greater risk of autoimmune disease, depending on which one it is, compared to their male age-matched cohort. So um, we would often treat women um, not that, that not knowing they were pregnant or that wanted to get pregnant, we would put them on the exact same dose of hydroxychloroquine that we use for COVID-19. So we knew it was safe. We knew it was effective. And, and a parenthetical here, Tanya, I suspect, and I think will be proven true, that most of the women, many of the women with the, the autoimmune disease, that was probably a vaccine complication, right? So we'll leave that here and continue on with the like story. Like anytime? You mean like anytime somebody ends up with an autoimmune? Is that what you mean? What I'm saying is that the large amount of autoimmune disease that we're seeing in our society, oh, women, yes. are likely related to vaccine injuries. Wow. That's so, the reason I asked that, I wanted clarification, is because I have an autoimmune disease that I got. It, it was found for the first time when I was pregnant, you know, it was during those years when I was in baby years. Now I had my first two babies at home with midwives, no, no drugs, no anything. My third, um, I ended up going to the hospital with a midwife group, but I ended up with an epidural. And now, can you share with me, or I, I don't want to invade your yeah. personal information. No, no, I've, what, I've talked about what it. What autoimmune disease did you so have? I, well, I have something called neutropenia leukopenia. Oh, yeah. And they have, my doctor has thought it's, I've seen the same doctor for almost 20 years. I've had it for 18 years. And I go through remissions. And if I'm in, if I'm eating real clean, it's not as bad. I mean, there's a lot of things that impact these things. I've become a very clean eater and, you know, very much, I don't do vaccines or any of that. But um, I had before then. So it's neutropenia, leukopenia, and the doctor, you know, they've tested me for lupus. They've tested me for arthritis. They've tested me for everything. None of those titers ever come back positive with anything. I've been to Mayo Clinic um, because it's a very annoying thing to have. So they, my doctor, when I, when my blood goes down, cause my, my ANC will go real low. I mean, low, like 300, 400 ANC, very, very dangerously low. And, um, and he'll then I have to take a shot of um, Nupagen, which I hate. I hate that drug because of what it, it I feel sick for two days. It's horrible. But I try natural things sometimes that'll keep it at bay. Anyway, it's not about my stuff with this, but it's very interesting that you say that because the autoimmune within women, I mean, I've I've experienced it myself. It is so high in that age group. So where I was going with this with regard to this picture up there was mm -hmm. There was a, this was a pandemic. This was planned. We have proof um, now that as early as 2010, uh, when Gates pronounced the decade of the vaccine, that this was planned. Um, Moderna was planned. mRNA platform was planned. And, and how do I know that? I would have never stated that two or three years ago, but I know it for fact now. Um, here's one example. I knew that hydroxychloroquine, also known as Plaquenil, was safe and effective. I knew it was. I knew it from the Stefan article from 20, uh, 2005, you know, almost, uh, almost uh, what, 18 years ago. Wow. Uh, that it was effective in SARS-CoV-1. So um, we fast forward in 2019. Do you realize that the... the uh, the CDC and the FDA agreed with me. This is their advertisement that um, my wife, Maggie, who's an attorney, um, I uh, charged her with, uh, ask her to please find this because I know it was there. Yeah. They pulled it off their website. Yeah, they perfect. look at them in this, showing the mosquito, uh, uh, alluding, uh, of course, to some uh, mosquito-related illnesses, such yeah. as malaria in which hydroxychloroquine was incredibly safe and effective, and they bragged about how safe it was in children and in pregnancy and in breastfeeding mothers. Yeah. They deleted this. Um, why? And what year was this? Uh, what year was that on there that she was able to capture that? Do you remember? 
Well, no, she captured it using the Wayback Machine, and I have a yeah. link to it right now. Wow. So, that's uh, so it was deleted. But that's yeah. not the only thing, Tanya. No, there's lots of stuff they've been deleting off these sites. Oh, oh, oh yeah. And not only that, hydroxychloroquine was over-the-counter treatment in multiple countries. I believe, for sure, France, and for I believe, United Kingdom. And guess what? They deleted that off the market before the pandemic ever started. Why? Because Fauci knew. Yes. Fauci knew that that was safe and effective treatment for SARS-CoV-2 because he published on it yeah. in 2005. Um, and that was actually funded by his lab, according to many experts. I can't document that, but many experts have well, stated you're, so, I can say you're correct because Dr. Judy Mikovits, who I've become friends with and used to work with Fauci, she was part of that when they were studying all of this. Yes. So it is. It is. Judy's a friend of mine as well. And, and I'm glad that you're acquainted with her. Yeah, she's wonderful. But, but listen, this is the reason why they had to do that is pure and simple. And this is a domino of fraud and collusion and racketeering. Uh, uh, corrupt organizations, collusion, mm -hmm. mass murder, genocide, assault and battery. We could go on and on and on with the criminal charges. These are criminal organizations. Yeah, so are. what did they do? They couldn't get the EUA, that is the emergency use authorization, with hydroxychloroquine unless they demonized it. So that's what they did. And they started it well before the pandemic started mm -hmm. um, as evidence and proof of, of the slide that you saw. So this is really serious business because we now know that the nutraceuticals and these repurposed drugs, including hydroxychloroquine, um, are well over 90 percent, well over 95 percent cure, cure SARS-CoV-2. Right. They cure COVID disease. And I'll look at many experiences, uh, the Zelenko protocol, the McCullough yeah. protocol. You look at also, um, you know, the, the myfreedoctor.com, you know, Dr. Ben Marble, the, the founder of that, he's treated over 300,000 patients in all 50 states for free. And he's only lost six patients who got the treatment late, late. So that do your own uh, math. That's a 99.99% cure rate. So they knew that they could never legally invoke uh, emergency use authorization with that drug because it's illegal. So they had to falsely impugn it. So this is a way they did it. And if that's not bad enough, they went even to a more aggressive, uh, just horrible thing. In May of 2020, can I wait? Can I have before you say that part? Can we take a quick commercial break? I like that. That's a good place to stop. So everybody's not going to go away. So hold tight. We're going to do a quick commercial break and then we will be right back, y'all. Um, stick around. You know that we've got affiliates and sponsors with the show. So you're going to see a couple of those. We will be right back. As our audience knows, uh, we don't do it. We don't promote anything unless it works. I fell off a ladder, fell down on, a, on my leg, opened it up, and there was great pain in it. So I, I, I used the patch, and immediately it went away. No pain. Backed by scientific research and rigorous lab testing, even people who have suffered for decades are getting amazing results. We now have hundreds of testimonials for pain relief, allergy relief, anti-anxiety, brain boost, keto boost, and many other solutions, all with zero drugs and no side effects. Quantum is simply about two things. One, intentions, as a man thinketh, so he is. And two, renewing your mind with the word of God. This unique yet potent multi-sensory approach is powerful, and it works. The patch provides the touch, and the included prayer guide uses your sight, speech, and hearing to utilize the senses God gave you. That's the quantum effect. Are you ready to experience the quantum effect? Go to qestrong.com and use code B4A at checkout. 
Hi, everybody. This is Tanya Joy from The Tanya Joy Show, also known as Beauty for Ashes. And I want to take a quick minute and talk to you about my new favorite sprays. This is by Verve Vitamins. Now, I want to show you this one in particular. I've got three here that I use on a very regular basis. One is Sunny, it's called. Let's see if we can see it. And I'm going to show you a quick commercial. This is vitamin D3, and it is amazing if you need to be in the sun and get those extra vitamins. This one is Energy. These are vitamin sprays. You do seven sprays in your mouth, and it takes care of your vitamins. You can travel with them. I mean, these are small. They're the size of a pen. You can stick them in your purse. But this one right now is what you need to get. This is called Cold. It's vitamin C and zinc. I came down with a little bit of something right around the new year, and I started spraying this. I actually used it three times a day, and you guys, it's less than five days later, and it is gone. So you need to check out Verve Vitamins. Stick around, I'm gonna show you the video, and in that video, it's gonna show you the website to go to. You will get a discount with our code, Tanya Joy. so be sure you check this out. This is gonna change your life, I'm telling you. These are amazing. government-induced inflation, taxes, rising interest rates, political instability. All of these can have a crushing effect on our investments, often causing the stock market to go down. But they can also cause gold and silver to go up. Hi, this is Dr. Kirk Elliott. Buy gold, buy silver, buy now, but buyer beware. Precious metals companies are not created equal. As a PhD economist, I have been in the financial, economic, and precious metals business for three decades. The philosophy of my firm is people over profit. I encourage you to read my bio to learn more about me at kirkelliottphd.com. Now is the time to own physical metals in an IRA, 401k, and outside of a retirement plan. Don't let the government destroy your hard-earned assets any longer. Call 720-605-3900 or visit KirkElliottPhD.com. All right. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is such a good conversation. I know for some of you, it's sometimes hard for your minds to wrap themselves around this truth because you have to come to grips with the fact that our government and our government supposed agencies would willingly... I don't know any other way to say it, kill their people. That's the reality of what we've seen. So we're going to keep talking about this, but please, please allow yourself to take a moment and recognize that that is the truth of what has happened. There's medical doctors around the country who have exposed that. So we're going to keep talking about this with Dr. Thorpe. Thank you so much. That That is really the hardest part, I think, for people is... It when is. they hear this to go, I, they can't comprehend that their own government would purposefully remove something with the intent of causing death. Now, we know with the World Economic right. Forum, this is what they've said that, again, is not hidden. It's out there right. for us to read. That's right. But and I want to I just uh, uh, proceed with, the to your point, Tanya, how deeply embedded in control of the entire medical system that they have. This All the medical journals are, are, are captured and controlled. Um, and you can't believe except for very few of them. Listen to what they did here. In May of 2020, they fabricated and published false data from allegedly 95,000 patients around the globe in just five months, allegedly, and did a comparison. And 95,000 patients of hydroxychloroquine versus placebo uh, and, and said, oh, it's unsafe. It'll kill people. It's not effective. That we knew was complete hogwash because it, it was impossible. So we called them out and the damage was already done. Yeah. After this was published in The Lancet, 
by Dr. Mandeep Mehra, a cardiologist at Harvard who's deeply embedded with the deep state, Harvard and several other medical centers. Um, And they published this. And at that point in May of 2020, who picked up the ball? The mainstream media who's captured all the hospitals, all the pharmacies, the whole world stopped using hydroxychloroquine because of that. And it wasn't until uh, we knew it was fake, it was fraudulent, and was orchestrated through one of their other minions, an organization, a research group that would recruit patients called Surgisphere. We've published that. It's documented. It's fact. And so it wasn't until October that they actually retracted it because they couldn't produce the data. They got caught with their pants down. Yep. And they they are so... Uh, you know, this was hidden. It was retracted in fine print. Exactly. And then the main world, the mainstream media, nobody went back and said, we need to apologize, which is what they should have done. We reported incorrect information, just like if we, I I will be honest. I mean, just this little show, I had somebody on, I, I talked about something. A viewer said, I think you should check on this. And I did some checking and I came back and I said, you know what? I got to change my statement. I was wrong. And and we have to do that. But we see the media does not do that. But, you know, to to your point uh, and uh, the audience listening, um, listen, Tanya is exactly right. She's 100 percent accurate. I stand by her statements. Do not trust your government. They're right. criminal organizations. They are killing Americans. They are lying. Just look at what they've done with the pedophilia. Uh-huh. And I, I want to say that, you know, this pedophilia stuff I, I've known been going on for a long time. And the CIA and the government is deeply involved with it, as they are with the drug cartel. Um, so if, you know, really, who's worse? Really, who's worse? The pedophiles that's coming out now and all there? Or is it the COVID-19 vaccine fraud? Okay. The government narrative of this gene therapy, this alleged vaccine. Now I can provide ample data and prove to you that it has killed and injured 585 million global citizens. I'm going to say that again. Your government, not North Korea, not China, not Russia, not Iran, the United States government has killed and injured by releasing purposefully a bioweapon with fifth generation warfare that has killed and injured 585 million global citizens. Now, if you if you uh, extrapolate that to the American population, of course, it's going to be a dramatic underestimate because we took much more vaccine, we're much more vaccinated than most of the other countries in the world. But if you do a simple extra- extrapolation, that boils down to 24 million Americans killed and injured, 700,000 killed from the vaccine. Now, other experts argue with me and say, um, you're way underestimate. Dr. Peter Bregan says, you know, Jim, you're way low. Uh, the vaccine has killed 2 million people in the United States of America. He might be right. He might be right because we, uh, on average, on par, uh, we are way over-vaccinated compared with yeah. um, the average of the rest of the world. So this is uh, th- these criminal, uh, your government has orchestrated and captured not only all the medical journals, the mainstream media, yeah. but all of the medical organizations. My wife, Maggie, is a brilliant attorney, actually went to law school up there in Chicago, and um, she's busted some pretty big global corporations for fraud, and she knows how to investigate them, and she knows how to prosecute them, and she's busted them. So uh, she's looked into this, and we've published a lot on the America Out Loud platform. Mm-hmm. And, um, if you want to go to that platform, just uh, look at the dozen or so articles we publish just the last one in December, just a few weeks ago, um, we published a, a landmark article, heavily cited, heavily cited, their medical legal articles. Uh, over uh, about $180 billion were used to capture every hospital system in the United States of America. Um, yeah, and the we- hospitals, I mean, that's a whole other discussion. 
I, I, I won't like my kids. We all kind of know in our home. The only time you go to a hospital is if like your arm is hanging off and you have no other choice. You, we do, don't do go not, to hospitals if you're sick. They're not places. No, for sick no do not go to the hospitals. They're killing and injuring and taking um, what we've proved um, is that most likely they've signed cooperative care agreements and they're not allowed to deviate um, yes. from the, they have to remain lockstep with the lethal narrative of the government. And if they don't, they'll have to pay all that money back. Right. You know, for instance, the hospital system that fired me earlier this year, well, last summer uh, was SSM Health. SSM Health took $307 million and they likely signed a covenant, a cooperative care agreement. They weren't allowed to deviate from the um, narrative, the lethal narrative. So they pushed all these deadly drugs. They've killed and injured, uh, uh, I would say, thousands of patients, in, including their own, um, their own employees. Yeah. They fired me because if they didn't, because I was on all these platforms, Tucker Carlson, I was on the United States Senate roundtable with Senator Ron Johnson and other experts. I've testified all over the world on hundreds of platforms like yours. So they knew that you despite the fact that I was their model uh, em employee, which the CEO told me, they had to fire me for financial reasons. Well, that was total BS. Yeah. They fired me because if they didn't, they would have to pay that $307 million. Right. I was an inconvenient uh, uh, truth teller to them. Right. And th they were called out by the HHS and CDC. Stop it. Otherwise, you got to pay it back. And people don't realize it. that. I mean, I, I wasn't in the medical field, but I was fired in 2021. Same same thing. And it was it was because of things that I was I was fired for some, doing my job. You know, same kind. It was like what? You know, that is the reality of the world we're living in. I would love to talk about what numbers or what you've seen as far as the impact. And, and I would imagine you've obviously you've not seen them in your original, in your clinic, because you're not giving luckily pregnant women these vaccines, but what are the numbers and what are we seeing as far as infertility? And uh, what do you the, think we're the effects on infertility are devastating. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're absolutely devastating. Um, and um, birth rates all over the world in every in every country, um, especially the more vaccinated countries, they're down um, substantially, dangerously low, um, unprecedented drops in birth rates. Um, and, and we should expect that because, um, because this uh, vaccine is associated with dramatic increase in autoimmune disease dramatic increases in menstrual abnormalities. Mm -hmm. We were one of the first groups uh, in the My Cycle story that broke that. Um, and we published that now, it's been almost two years ago. Uh, and, and there's some more uh, data that has come out. You know, it's, it's some of the recent investigations suggest that 40% of women uh, in uh, menstrual age, menstruating age women had very significant menstrual abnormalities. Those who were vaccinated um, were about ready to publish a new paper that shows that, in fact, even the unvaccinated that came within close proximity, uh, within um, five to seven days or so, yep. also developed severe menstrual abnormalities by the shedding event. When so my daughter went back to school, after some of the vaccines were starting, there were some very strange things happening. Cause I mean, I know her cycle, I know how, and I was, I could almost tell one of your teachers just got vaccinated. They had to have one of your, you had to have been around somebody who was just vaccinated. I mean, it's, that's terrifying to me in, in many ways, you know, that, that, because they're still pushing it. This isn't, it's not like, we went through that and now it's over. Let, you know, let, me, let, me, let me explain exactly why they're still pushing it. Okay. The reason why they're still pushing it to this very day, the hospitals, but it's mainly focuses around the ACOG, your institution, the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists. And Maggie and I proved through an arduous process of getting a Freedom of Information Act request, which we published um, in May 
on the America Out Loud. You can, your viewers can go to it. Um, we proved through a Freedom of Information Act request that they engaged in a cooperative care agreement with HHS and CDC through the COVID-19 coalition, uh, COVID-19 Community Corps, CCC, and, and many other programs. They took massive amounts of money and they locked in the lethal narrative like the hospitals did, and they captured 61,000 OBGYN physicians in North and South America, two continents. And if they deviated from the narrative, any of those obstetricians, they were executed like I was. And then they would use um, the American board of OBGYN to actually decredential us and take our licenses away. That's how serious the corruption is. So these are private institutions that aren't supposed to have any affiliation, ACOG, ABOG, AMA, SMFM. These, those three organizations, ACOG, ABOG, and SMFM, they control the narrative on the vaccine and pregnancy. And all three of them are lockstep narrative. They're bought, they're criminal organizations. They need to be indicted, prosecuted, and jailed, and even worse. Um, yeah. The officers uh, may be looking at uh, much more serious punishment than, um, but in the very least, these institutions need to be stripped of yeah. all their money, and that money needs to be given back to we the people, and especially we the people that have been injured and killed. It's, it's unbelievable that this day that we're living in. It... it it just blows my mind. And and I know personally people who still don't believe this, who still think this, we're crazy, we're, we're conspiracy people, and we're not talking real science, and we're not, I mean, it, it blows my mind. That's how much they've gotten this cognitive dissonance into the mind of the American people, that somebody who does not even know medicine, who's never been to school, you know what I'm saying? They, they know nothing about it, but they will come up against a doctor, a scientist, a researcher who this is all they've done their whole life. They know what they're talking about. They've worked inside the system and they've still gotten it. So they've gotten these people so brainwashed that those that, I mean, I know people that would say that's not true. That's crazy. I, I, it blows my mind. Well, the cognitive dissonance is unbelievable. And I give you a case of this is what happens and they've turned us families against each other, um, groups against each other, horrible dissonance, cognitive dissonance. This is why many pregnant women that have had catastrophic losses cannot handle it, cognitive dissonance. Um, on the screen here, you see the Pfizer document. This is not Jim Thorpe's data. This is Pfizer's own data, the legally mandated author, um, post 90 day rollout to the public of this vaccine. It's mandated legally in every drug or every medical product. What you see here is the deadliest drug ever rolled out in the history of medicine. Not only the deadliest drug, the most injurious drug. Look at there, in just 10 weeks, you have 1,223 dead people after the vaccine. Uh, that is the deadliest drug ever rolled out. And they tried to hide this. And not only the deaths, and those might be the ones that were blessed, the ones that have to live with this, yeah. look at the number at the top. You're looking at 42,086 that were injured. And I'm talking many of these severe injuries that their lives are totally destroyed yeah. and they're young children that are not even able to care for themselves, young adults that require 24-7 care until they die. That is the largest injury to kill ratio in warfare or with any other drug or any other disease. This was a planned bioweapon to kill and injure us. And these are criminal organizations. Mm -hmm. I have a patient I have a close friend of 35 years. She has a daughter that has had a beautiful baby, uneventful pregnancy before the vaccine. And since she took the vaccine, she's lost seven babies, two sets of twins, uh, uh, a baby, one that was beyond 20 weeks, killed 
eliminated from this vaccine. Seven babies. And you know, she's so devastated. She is so devastated. And there's nothing you can, I mean, you know, she can't, she can't can't go back. She can't talk about it. She can't, she has to deny it because if she connects the dots, then she might commit suicide. She can't handle the fact that her obstetrician, because the obstetrician in this intimate time in the, in the examination room in early pregnancy said to her, you know, um, you know, Mrs. Smith, you need to take the vaccine. Trust me, knowing that she didn't give informed consent. Right. And that wasn't her that was saying that. That was American College of OBGYN that captured her in that exam room with her. Yeah. Uh, but uh, of course, I'm speaking in terms of, of uh, allegory. Yeah. But in essence, that narrative was not the doctor's narrative. That was ACOG's narrative. And the patient trusts her. And yeah. so the patient can't even talk to family members. The right. patient certainly won't talk to me because it's too devastating. Yeah. So they have to deny it. Mm-hmm. It's what do you, sad. It's horrible. What do you say as we um, close out? And I would love to have you back because you've got so much great information and, and um, people need to wake up. There's just so many that still don't see it. And, what would you say though? Are there anything? Are, are there any solutions? Is there anything you've seen that can help with someone yeah. who has gotten to this point and now they do recognize that they are able to see it and they want to go? Well, can I get help? Yes. Okay. First thing, don't take any more vaccines. Number one. Number two, embark on a course of aggressive. Um, revigoration of your immune system, healing of your immune system, it's damaged. Everybody that's gotten the vaccine has a damaged immune system, everybody. So you need to, number one, get on vitamin D. You can't just pop it orally and assume that it's being absorbed. You need to check a lab test and make sure that that is vitamin D level in your blood is up to the very top. That would be 80 or 90 nanogram per ml, depending on the lab. By the way, you can order your own labs through a Quest, uh, through a laboratory, LabCorp, Quest patient, okay. physi- uh, a public portal. And number two, vitamin C, a couple of grams a day. Number three, zinc, 30 to 50 milligrams a day. Number four, uh, iodine supplement, supplement, either taken uh, in pill form or taken by the super saturated Lugol solution. A variety of other important products. Get out of the healthcare system. Come over to the wellness center. The wellness center. Uh, uh, we uh, twc health. Uh, go to it. Um, and there are some very important. Uh, the spike support. Very important. It's got natokinase in it, which is now several studies show that it helps degrade the spike protein by multiple mechanisms. Also bromelain. Uh, there's an emergency medical kit at the wellness company. Extremely yes. important. It's got eight prescription, potentially life-saving drugs. Uh, get that. Every single, you need to be prepared. The bottom line is that the, the, the great limiting step of early treatment, which is extremely important in every disease, regardless of what your government says, um, the rate limiting step is not seeing a doctor. It's having the medications on board. Uh, And and if you don't have these at home, you can follow the instructions. You can always text or get an emergent visit uh, or phone call to get more direction. But even if your doctor prescribes these drugs, they're not going to be available. We have supply chain problems. We have crises. We have pharmacies that are uh, in a horrible state of affairs right now. You know, it would be difficult to get one of these drugs for two hundred and fifty dollars expedited. Expedited. You can't do it, let alone eight of them. So this is a great, uh, very, very important thing for our audience to be prepared. Have your hydrogen peroxide. Have all these nutraceuticals that you can get. Stock up on them. I don't care where you get them from. Have them available. Because yeah. you can always call me or any other doctor, uh, and I can say this is what you need to do. If you don't have it on hand, you're screwed. Right, right. So that's and we do have a code over at the wellness center, you guys. So you can go to twc.health 
and then shop and use our code. If you go below the show notes, we will have our direct link. And I believe you get a discount and, and you could, you can order this kit where it's got everything in it. Um, and I would highly recommend that. I would highly, highly recommend. I, I personally keep hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin on hand at all times now, you know, and when my kids get a little start to feel sick, they start that they're better in 48 hours. I mean, it's unbelievable. So, you know, it's, it's definitely the way to go. We have to take care of ourselves. You can't trust that the medical, um, the mainstream medical world is got your back. They don't. They don't. If you go into the hospital, the likelihood of you coming out is very, very slim. Dr. Thorpe, it's so great to have you on the show. And I want to make sure we remind everybody that you can go to Dr. Thorpe's Substack, Freedom in Truth, or you can follow him on Twitter at J-A-T-H-O-R-P-M as in Mike, F as in Frank, M as in Mary. So it's on the screen, but you can follow him there. These will also be down in the show notes, so you can click down below. Dr. Thorpe, thank you so much. I thank will, you, Tanya. Yeah, I would love to have you on again. It's This has been fantastic. Y'all, thank you so much for joining us. As you know, we end each show with a scripture, and today's scripture is 1 Corinthians 6, 19 to 20. Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you? Whom you have received from God, you are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. That includes what you put in your bodies. Thank you so much for following us. Thank you for watching the show. You can find out more about me or the show, The Tanya Joy Show, at tanyajoy.tv. We're so grateful for you. Thanks for joining us. Have a great evening. And until next time, bye for now. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Beauty for Ashes with Tanya Joy. Please subscribe, hit the notification bell, and leave us a comment below. Lastly, if you've enjoyed today's podcast, share with those who came to mind. Be blessed and remember you were created for such a time as this.